Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. Good to have you. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, Scott says, I want to see the Green Bay Packers uh, run, then pass and score points in each quarter, especially after half. Um, that's almost simplifying it too much, Scott, but you're correct. The uh, the other, well, the, the, the thought line, when we were talking back in the first hour of the program, uh, obviously uh, the 49ers, they pick up Christian McCaffrey. And that kind of... That's a big name uh, to rock the the NFL world, so to speak. So the question is now, what do the Packers do? We all know what they need. You know, there's a there's a a thought out there that they are in the Chase Claypool hunt, at least uh, on the uh, Pittsburgh side of things. Uh, it says uh, there's an article in SteelerNation.com that the reports are the Packers are aggressively uh, trying to acquire Steelers Chase Claypool ahead of the trade deadline. Um, would you be disappointed if the Packers don't make a move? And one of the questions that was asked and then answered was, it doesn't matter what the Packers do, the problem is Aaron Rodgers. Do you? I, I don't believe that. I think there are people that... I, I would always ask why. Why is the problem Aaron Rodgers? Why why is the problem Aaron Rodgers? Now, has Aaron Rodgers done things incorrectly or, you know, missed certain things? Yeah, absolutely. But why do you believe the problem is Aaron Rodgers? He has when it comes to talent on the field, you're, you're, you're not going to be better with Jordan Love, okay? Just get that out of your head. Uh, what in the world makes you believe that? What has he shown that you go, oh, God, you got to play this guy? Because that's just you – know, the only thing you can say is, well, he's going to run the offense. Okay, well, Rodgers and LaFleur have both stated LaFleur's calling the plays. Rodgers to the point where he said, you know, we need to simplify things. Things are too complex. The calls are too complex. It, it, that's not Rodgers. So what makes you think that the problem is Rodgers? You know, now would you change your play calling if Jordan Love was in there? Maybe. Because you would have to simplify things. Because he hasn't seen it under center the way Rodgers has. But I, I don't understand this this thread of consciousness that's streaming over on the Bud Light live stream where people say, well, it's, it's Rodgers. It doesn't matter who you get. It's Rodgers. I think Rodgers has made some mistakes. Sure. I think Rodgers would admit he's made some mistakes. He would have to. But if you think your chance of winning is better with Jordan Love, you obviously are smoking the ayahuasca rather than just taking it as a herbal supplement. Um, I You probably are on. I would say, and, and Ricky, you probably hit the more the head, you know, the nail a little bit more than most. I would say at this point in time, if I had to say where the blame lies, I throw it right at the feet of Matt LaFleur. I, 
I, I would I would throw it right at the feet of Matt LaFleur. And the reason why is it has been stated time and again by analysts and former players that are offensive-minded players that watch this team. They say a lot of the same thing. They say, you're still calling plays and running plays as if Devontae Adams is still here. You're not doing things. You know, it, it is... It is, um, you know, as as Matt Lafleur says, it's unacceptable. We'll look at the tape, but it's unacceptable. But to to your best weapon is Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones, and you're not even putting the ball in his hands. That's play calling, and that's not Rodgers checking out of plays not to get Aaron Jones the ball. He has stated it in in the press conference this week that he did said, "Yeah, he we got to get the ball in his hands more." Yes, I agree. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is consciously checking out of every run play that uh, is called for Aaron Jones so he doesn't get the ball. And that seems to be what some of you are thinking. And I, I just I don't follow that train of thought as to what. If I'm Rodgers, and I uh, look at it this way, if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I come to the line of scrimmage and I see press man on the outside and it's a, it's a run play called for Aaron Jones, now unless I see a linebacker already eking up to fill the gap, that Jones is going to be running to, what matchup at the line of scrimmage makes you go, oh, I got to get the ball to him. I got to check out of this and get the ball to him. Right? Back in the day when you had Greg and Jermichael and James and Jordy and Donald and you had those guys, you had five weapons. Yeah, you could check out of it because you know what? One of those five were going to get open. They had the mismatch. You don't have that anymore. Now you walk to the line of scrimmage and you're like, oh, crap. Crap, where am I going to go with the ball? Is he even going to run the right route? Blue 89, whatever. Blue 89, yeah, who cares? Hut, hut, you know, I'm handing the ball off. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy and and Joseph over on the Bud Light live stream. You're right. A lot of these throws that are a little bit short, a little bit overthrown. Rogers is throwing them in the vicinity, but he's throwing it to where only the receiver may be able to make a play because they're not open. You know, I mean the 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 pass that was thrown last weekend against the Jets uh, was an under route. I can't remember who it was thrown to, but it was it was short by five yards. And people went, oh, geez, look at Rodgers. That's a terrible pass. Well, <laughs> where was he going to throw it? The guy was covered. He was just throwing it to get rid of it. You know, he was just throwing it to get rid of it. Al Lazard does an, uh, you know, an up and out. He's on the sideline. He, he's, he, it's just out of the reach of his fingertips. But it was the only place you could put it because Lazard was the only guy to be able to catch it. He was covered. They just don't have enough offensive weapons, and they woefully overestimated. I said it all offseason, and nobody would listen. Alan Lazard, as much as I like him, he is good when he has other and better receivers around him. Because he's a good route runner, and if he gets one-on-one, he can get open when you don't have safeties and linebackers and such bearing down on him. 
or you're passing them off through a zone because you're paying attention to Devontae or somebody of that ilk on the outside. He's wide open because of that. But as the lead guy, no, no. He's a three. He's not even a two. He's a three. So th- this whole thing of, well, we got Alan Lazard, it's just stop. Without Devontae, we're 7-0. Stop. Stop. I just, I you you gotta you gotta look at the play, and then say who's open, what window did you have to throw that ball into? Now here's the other side of the things. I shouldn't even say the other side. Here's the extension of that argument, and I've been saying this: Aaron Rodgers is at his best when, when. You're probably thinking, what? What the hell is he talking about? Aaron Rodgers is at his best when? When he has the extra second and the play begins to break down and he gets on the move, and it's all it doesn't have to be running the football, and I'm just talking about stepping outside of the pocket, getting that extra couple of seconds, and then throwing into a window. Right? We've seen it time and again. Aaron Rodgers rolling out to his right. Oh, my God, look at the dart that he threw off of his back foot. And we all go, holy crap. Holy, that's only something that God and Aaron Rodgers could do. And you're right. Now, take it to the next level. What has been the problem? Right. The offensive line sucks. He doesn't have that extra second. He doesn't have the ability to roll out. He doesn't have the ability to escape because both sides are collapsing. It's coming up the gut. He's got pressure in his face. This offensive line has sucked bad. Another complete ineptness of handling regarding Matt LaFleur. Oh, everything's on the table. Well, you better get it off the table. That's part of the problem. You don't have that ability to extend plays because the offensive line has not been good. One of the best pass blocking on, and they're still pretty good. I mean, when it comes to rankings, I shouldn't completely rip on them because that's that's erroneous. Um, but they have not been as good consistently. So that ability to extend plays for Aaron Rodgers, where he is so incredibly good, has not been there. So you you put pressure on the quarterback. Guys aren't really that good getting open. And the the refusal to hand off the football, it's been the recipe for disaster for the last couple of weeks. Then you get into the whole second half of ball games, and the ineptitude there to, the, to, to score has been very evident. But that's a whole other thing. So, you know, um, uh, Brandy says, so with all the gloom and doom, what do you expect this weekend? What do I expect? I expect this team to one hand the ball off. And I'm not saying they have to be this overly committal to the run game to where each guy gets 18 carries and seven touches through the air. And all of a sudden, you know, both A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are getting 25 to 27 touches. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is your best weapon in Aaron Jones has to get at least 18 carries and maybe five to six to seven touches through the air. And A.J. Dillon, eh, you know, seven to ten touches, 12 touches. Maybe a pass or two. But you do not have to force him in. This whole one one you know, one series on, one series off thing, don't don't do it. AJ Dillon is a specific use back. He is a plow north to south horse of a runner. He is a good one two punch, but he's a two, not a one. 
Aaron Jones, he's a one. He's a one out of the backfield. He can even be a one catching the, catching the football. Utilize your best weapon more. Otherwise, you are an absolute freaking moron. That'd be like going to a race and you got a choice between a Chevy Chevette and a Corvette. You got the Corvette in the garage, that's great. But if you're going to drive the Chevy Chevette instead of the Corvette, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You use it. You utilize it. That's number one. Number two, I want to see consistency. This is a team you should be able to beat. You're going to face a good defensive front. Run the football, stick to the run, down and distance situations, third and short, second down, first and second down plays, have to garner positive yardage. I want to see Rodgers out of the shotgun. I want to see him more under center. It doesn't have to be the majority of the game. I'm not looking for that. But stop running 95% of your plays out of shotgun. So those are some of the things offensively. Defensively, you can't get much better. I just want to see this defense actually play with tenacity in the fourth quarter. When they've been giving up points and we say, oh, they're just worn down. I, I, no, I, I want to see them play aggressively, as aggressively in the fourth quarter as they do in the first quarter. And maybe we can hear that giant. <laughs> That's a suction noise of Joe Barry pulling his head out of his ass. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Mitch. Mitch, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Yeah, morning, morning, Bill. I just, you know, I, I agree, you know, we got to do something with the play calling, but I'm not even, Mike, you know, I, and maybe you can clear this up for me, but are we just underutilizing the whole tight end? Um, you know, you see Gronk and you see Travis Kelsey, they made a living out of running out five yards and turning around and catching the ball. Or is our mm-hmm. offensive line that bad that we need them to stay in there and block? So that Rodgers can get the ball up, but it just seems like it, it's okay to dink and duck and play small ball down the field and still win games. We don't need to go for that kill shot. I just don't know what what your thoughts are on that. No, I agree. I mean, last game you had uh, uh, Robert Tanyan set a record for catches for a, a pass catching tight end. He had ten catches in the last game, and they utilized him. So I was glad to see that, and really did did it out of more out of necessity than part of the game plan because they had nobody else to throw to. So, no, I, I agree with you. Continually involved Robert Tanyan, Mercedes Lewis even, because Mercedes Lewis can catch the ball and moves the chains. You just need to move the ball downfield. You don't need to be tenacious with it. Just keep moving the ball and keep moving the chains downfield. I agree. 100%. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. We'll come back. Talk to Ross listening to us in Wausau, and also Ben Kenny has uh, a few things regarding this as well. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip, and they have the uh, opening drive contest. They are proud supporter and sponsor of Packers football. The opening drive works like this, just like I did today. I went into the one over here by the Waukesha County Airport, stopped in, got out of the truck, Got up, went to the uh, quick rewards thing on the pump, and I typed in, typed in my phone number. There you go. Hit enter. Started filling up. That means I'm automatically registered for the opening drive contest. It's that simple. But I finished filling up. I went inside. I grabbed myself a uh, breakfast sandwich. Uh, I needed a five-hour energy. I was kind of dragging ass today and uh, picked up a couple other things and paid for it. Quick rewards. Typed it in. And they said, oh, would you like a free cheeseburger? Yes, I would. Took that free cheeseburger. I was all fired up. Jumped in a car and came home. But I'm registered for the opening drive contest. And if you, as one lucky winner each week, is chosen, if you are chosen, every yard garnered by the Green Bay Packers in the opening drive will net you $10. Who couldn't use extra cash at the pump right now? 
if people say, well, gas prices are coming down. Well, yeah, but they're still way the hell up. It was a, it was $1.89 or something like that a few years back. So I don't want to hear it. I could still use free money at the pump. I don't care who you are. And you can also get some cents off at the pump if you stick with your quick rewards. Hell, yeah, that's Quick Trip. That is our friends at Quick Trip. Make sure you use your quick rewards card for the opening drive contest, a proud supporter of Packers football. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This weekend, the Packers traveling out to D.C. and they'll be taking on the Commanders. And this is a game that one Matt Lafleur, uh, again, many things that have happened or have not happened in his career as the head coach of the Green Bay Packers never has lost back-to-back games. Well, last week did that for the first time. Then you talk about three in a row. Um, you got to get off the Schneid. Sitting at three and three right now, a couple of games behind the Vikings in the division. Packers need to win this one, and it's not just about winning. This game is not just about winning going to D.C. this weekend. This game is about doing it and getting um, not necessarily style points, but getting some things right this weekend. Um, What do you want to see out of this team to make you a believer again that they're putting it back on the track? in the right direction. 877-867-1670. What do you want to see that makes you, that would make you a believer again? By the way, coming up here in about 15 minutes, got our buddy Mike Clemens is going to be here, and we'll be talking with Mike. Um, I mean, my list of things can go on for quite some time, but I think my top three, first and foremost, the offensive line has to have a better game. It starts with the offensive line. Has to have a better game. My second one, Matt LaFleur has to stop with the that's unacceptable crap and actually do it. You need to see in one way, shape, or form, whether it's running the ball or it's passing out of the backfield, you got to put the hands, uh, you got to put the ball in the hands at least more often to Aaron Jones. And third, I want to see an aggressive defense pretty much throughout. The second half of ball games, both offensively and defensively, has been somewhat woeful. And this team, I, I want to see more out of them down the stretch. Those are my top three. I mean, I can go on and on about other other things, but those are my top three. Those are my top three. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how are you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing all right, Bill. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. I'm great today, buddy. Appreciate it, man. What do you got? Well, I wanted to answer your question here. I got two things on the on what I want to see, what would make me feel better. On offense, I want to see Rodgers under center a lot more. I want the I want to see them pounding the rock with Jones. And and Dylan out of out, with Rogers under center using play action to set up the pass that'll help everybody out. 
On defense, what I want to see is I want to see more discipline. I don't want to see Lowry blasting through the line with such a head of steam that he runs right past the ball carrier five yards behind the line of scrimmage and allows the guy to go 15 yards. I don't want to see Savage thinking he's going to cheat and shooting the gap to get to the guy sooner only to give up containment on the outside and watch the running back rip off 60-some-odd yards. I want to see more discipline from the defense, and uh, that's two I'm going to bring up. Thanks for taking my call, Bill. All right, man. Appreciate it. He's right in a lot of those areas. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. 877-867-1670. I can't argue with any of that. Um, Watcher22 says it's bad when your punter is the only player showing any kind of consistency, which that's a great point. Jerry says over on the Bud Light live stream in response to Bill's question about what would make me breathe a little bit easier is this. We must show some intensity and or emotion. We don't match our opponents. I also think that our offense, uh, our offensive and defensive consistency will come out of that. So you're talking about just being more tenacious. Uh, complicated fella says offensive line play, technique and communication, defense taking on blockers instead of chasing and tackling from behind. Turnovers and penalties have been reduced, have to be reduced. Special teams, no blocked kicks. Uh, Rick says line play on both sides. Um, trying to see what else. Um, this one's from Jason, who says, I would just love to see Aaron Rodgers throw the ball on target more often. That goes back to what we were talking about before where sometimes he's just throwing it to guys. They're not even open. He's just throwing it to areas that if they can get to it, because sometimes they're just not there, you know, 877-867-1670. If you want to call uh, and chime in, do it. Tim, let's go to Tim. Tim, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Thanks, Bill. So, sorry. I had to drop off earlier, uh, but a guy no, tried no to problem. put me into a guardrail. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just kind of recovered from that. Sure. Um, what I want to see is I want to see Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Rungan, and Yash. That's what I want to see. I want to mm-hmm. see those guys on the line. I want to see um, Jones carry the rock 15 to 18 times. I don't care if it's if he's catching it. I don't care if he's running it. Um, if he doesn't touch the ball that often, um, that'll be an enormous disappointment. I want to see Rodgers. I realize he's 38 going on 39 and his wheels aren't what they used to be, but I don't want to see him be Tom Brady and just stand there. How many Mm -hmm. times over the last number of games have we seen it where he tries instead of running for three or four yards and getting down so he doesn't get touched, um, try to throw that little dump pass and it falls short, comes off their fingertips, gets knocked down something. So instead of gaining something positive, because one of the big things with Rogers' game has always been the threat of his taking off. I know he's not right. as fast as he was, you know. And the last thing is I want the defense to hit somebody like they really don't like him. When was the last time that somebody on that defense hit an opposing player like they really don't like him? Right. You know, um, just, I can go along with that. A little more tenacity is kind of what was stated a little bit earlier. Uh, I, I would agree with that. 
and I would say thank you very much for getting uh, Forgotten Fire Winery as a sponsor. Their Petite Shiraz is excellent, and I love oh. just to sit down and have a walleye white uh, with a dessert is absolutely unbelievable. That's awesome, and, man. Appreciate it. And, yep, and getting the Bill Michael special was a bonus. What? So what was the special? Tell me what the special was. The special was you got a tasting for free. Nice. And, and in our case, we got two because it was me and the wife. So That's nice. you know, it, they, we were on vacation. We went up to Escanaba and then we went over to Door County and they got every winery beat as far as Door County is concerned. Cause I went to them all. Uh, we go up to them all the time and they're just a Damn. great, great. Um, we, we were, they had a band playing in the afternoon. The, the gal who was helping us with the tasting was uh, extremely knowledgeable, not pushy. What do you like? How do you like it? Let me, this is one that if you like this, you should try that. Um, and yes, my wife liked the cider as well. So, Oh, that cider is, will make you do funny stuff to farm animals. Hell yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, Bill, I'll let that one go. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tim, appreciate it, bud. Yep, bye-bye. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's our buddy Tim in Sparta. So from Sparta, he went to Escanaba. From Escanaba, he went over to Forgotten Fire. I'm telling you what, it's like a, it's like an endorsement day today. Like it. Like he said it he lot. went to every winery. He's it's a lot to of every drinking. winery in Door County. Well, see, Door County and Peshtigo are on opposite sides. You, that's a, that's quite a drive. Well, you can like our uh, affiliate up there, WMAM. Um, it reaches across the bay. So if you're looking at the giant oven mitt that is uh, Wisconsin, Door County is up in the thumb. Whereas you got to go down and around the water to go the opposite side over to Peshtigo and Menominee and Marinette and everything over there. So it's a little bit of a haul. But the signal, the radio signal reaches Door County. You know how I know that is because our buddy Kevin Harlan, the voice Kevin Harlan, the guy that has done so much play-by-play, not only on the field, but on the field from ruffians that come onto the field from other areas. Uh, Kevin Harlan listens to us up there. When Kevin's uh, sitting at his house in Door County, I like it. I like it a lot. It's good stuff today. Uh, this one's uh, from Chris. Chris says, "I feel feel bad for Mason Crosby. The blocked punt, or the blocked. Well, he didn't. He wasn't blocked punt. It was a blocked uh, kick, field goal. But he said the attempt wasn't his fault. That was a line of scrimmage. So he is technically seven for eight. But the one block was not his fault. Yeah, that was the missed attempt because it was blocked." He didn't miss the kick. The kick got blocked. So you are correct. I do feel bad for Mason because Mason was rolling, man. Mason was rolling. Mason, I don't even know. I haven't even looked. If it gets blocked, does that go down as a missed attempt in field goals? I think it does, Ben, right? I think so, yep. I think it does because the, the claim could be that, well, even though they may have penetrated the line, that if the kick was higher, it might not have gotten blocked. It could have been a missed kick. So I think it does go down as a miss, but Mason didn't miss that kick. That was an up-the-gut. That block came from up-the-gut because everything else was right. So you feel bad because Mason had it uh, at 100% at one point. So no doubt. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, this one's from uh, Mike who says, uh, I believe it's Mike, 
uh, says that uh, communication is uh, no wild card. Wild card eighty three is communication the key. Some of these guys look like they are uh, trying to be the rogue guy making the play to fire up the team, play together as a unit. Dennis said it's hard for Aaron Rodgers to be pinpoint accurate when he's running for his life. In the last couple of games, the offensive line has not been good. I, that's, that's the reason I say, look, I think everything like ripples on a pond, man, when you throw a stone in, you fix the offensive line, a lot of the other stuff begins to just fall into place. You get that extra second to throw the football. You get that window to be able to scramble out to the right or to the left, and you don't have you know all the pressure all the time bearing down on you. A little bit more time to get comfortable. I think everything begins to get a little bit better. doesn't mean all of a sudden the wide receivers are going to be wide open, but it just means that Aaron Rodgers gets spots to throw to a little more often if he's at least got a lane to run to. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a break, come back. Mike Clemens is going to take us the rest of the way. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats down in Waukesha. This weekend, Packers are on the road. You're going to be you're going to be grilling. Grill something out. Get yourself ready for the game. Get yourself an Al Capone roast, maybe the Al Capone sausages. Get yourself ribs on a stick. The chicken skewers, the garlic parm chicken skewers, so good. Or just big steaks, maybe for tonight, tomorrow night, Sunday afternoon, whatever it happens to be. Roberts Specialty Meats in Waukesha. Roberts Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. That it's Roberts Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. Tell them we sent you. Head down there. It is, he is your hometown butcher. It is oh so good. That's Roberts Specialty Meats Waukesha. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. Mike Clemens next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.